It's time for the Sprues and Brews Big Fat Quiz of the Year. And here's your host, Matt Crover. Hello and welcome to the Big Fat Quiz of the Year 2021, a very special episode of the Sprues and Brews podcast, as we have a bit of a, a party and a quiz, unless of course it's a, it's a work meeting, very safely socially distanced <laughs> and uh, following all the rules that are in place at the time. So you may catch your mind back, we had a quiz earlier in the year and people were rather um, entertained by it, so we thought we'd do it again as it was Christmas and uh, the stakes are very, very high. Um, We've got three special guests with us on the show today. First of all, we here have got Jay, the victor from last time. How are you doing, champion. Yeah, I'm feeling very champion, good. Exactly. You're fairly confident with your chances of uh, winning again. I don't, I don't jinx myself. I don't jinx myself. I'll always have 2020 quiz championship, regardless of what happens today. This is true. This is true. Well, speaking of that, we've also got, um, some would say last, last time's loser. Dave, you um, managed to spectacularly fail at the Sprues and Brews round. Um, have you been spotting up doing your homework? I prefer the term runner-up, actually, Matt. And Jay's already conceding defeat by falling back on his 2020 success. Um, you know what, Matt? I, I have done a little bit of research, but I'm going to put some trust in my general Warhammer knowledge. You could say you put some faith in it. Oh, I, I, it's exactly what I'm doing. Exactly, exactly what I'm doing. Well, speaking of that, there is a man who, who always has faith, and that is Andy, a newcomer to the show, newcomer to the quiz. How are you feeling, Andy? I'm feeling pretty good. As uh, as the newcomer, I've got a, I've got something to prove, and uh, I feel like I'm going to take Jay off his uh, crown tonight. Excellent. Well, I do like an underdog. So yes, that's that's our teams. If you're all listening along at home, uh, write down your answers too. Play along. We'll have a bit of fun. Let us know how you get on during the quiz too. We have got five rounds tonight. We have got ten questions in each round. There's a mixture of stuff that you may know, you may not know, and hopefully some uh, some fun little rounds as well that will play on. But to kick us off, we're going into round one. A year of Warhammer. We have had a bumpy year of Warhammer. It's been a, a crazy year for releases and books and editions and all sorts of stuff so in this first round we're going to go through what's happened this year what's been released see what facts you know about warhammer so grab your uh, pens and paper and get ready for the first round question one how many 40k codexes have been released this year oh no Now, now, observant listeners will know that I think I mentioned this on the podcast in the very last show. Yeah, Is that inclu- yeah. that's, inclu- that's including supplements, right? So, so codex or codex supplements, yeah. Okay. Not supplemental oh, no. books. So just codexes. <laughs> Give the guys I'm a couple gonna, of seconds to scribble down their answers. I'm going to go for my first four. Okay, okay. I'm taking a bit of a guess here. <laughs> oh, no. So, question two. How many Age of Sigmar battle tomes have been released this year? That is, in total, for both editions of the game, that have straddled this year. Mm. Okay. 
Oh no. Question three. Which former Forge World Studio illustrator joined the Warhammer TV team this year? Which Forge World Which former Forge World Studio illustrator joined the Warhammer TV team this year? Well, that's uh, that's a difficult one. Uh, I, think I, I don't know who it is. That's an I easy one. I don't know the name. I remember his face. I've got an answer down. It's not necessarily going to be right, but it's an answer. <laughs> an answer's better than no answer. It depends, actually. You haven't seen my answer. <laughs> Question four. What angry-looking product was recalled by Games Workshop this year due to safety concerns? Oh, God. Question five. What was the Black Library Celebration 2021 limited edition model? Uh, oh, oh, my God. God. Uh, Black Library. <coughs> I want to say it was... Um, oh, sir, save up. Mm. Black Library. Don't know the name, just got to describe it. oh no question six what popular forge world kit got made into a plastic warhammer 40,000 release this year this year oh god okay confident that one you're confident, you're confident. Okay. So Warhammer 40,000? Warhammer 40,000, specifically. Not Warhammer 42,000, it's not out no. yet. Nope. Question seven. The Games Workshop web store hit a massive milestone this year. How many people had they served? Oh, a lot. That's a good answer, that's Dave. That sort of covers a lot of bases. <laughs> it's a lot. It may not be what's on my answer sheet, but it is a lot. It should be. Question eight. The Warhammer Vault opened this year as part of Warhammer Plus. As of the time of recording, how many things are available to read in the vault? That's including all magazines, publications, supplements. How many things can you currently read within the Warhammer Plus vault? Oh god. Uh, uh... I'm gonna have to guess. Including each individual issue of White Dwarf. Including each individual issue of White Dwarf supplement, rule book, every separate thing that you can read in the vault. Okay. I think I've gone too low, but okay. Question nine. The big summer release this year was Age of Sigmar Dominion, but how many models were in the box? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You've got to give me time to do my sums here. Hold Uh, on. I'm just trying to listen to Andy because he sounds like he's counting out loud. There'll be some angry people on this, isn't there? I think I've got it. I think it was more than that. I think it was way more than that, but I can't. Yeah, I've, yeah, I'm pretty confident with that. Okay, and finally, question ten: What vegan-friendly option 
was added to the Citadel colour range this year. Oh my god. Vegan friendly. Oh. Oh, yeah, what it, vegan friendly option was added to the Citadel colour range this year? Oh god. I can hear some furious typing in the background. That's <laughs> cheating, he's got Google up. It's not me. I know what it is, I just don't know how to describe it. Like the Dave, if you can describe it, I might take your answer. Okay, that's alright. Well that's my funniest answer of the round, I think. Ace. Cool. So, um, obviously, Dave, when you're editing, just take out all the gaps and the, the chat will keep Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. Cool, awesome. Are we all ready? Yep. Um, uh, uh, yes. Round two. So what we'll do, we'll do the answers for round one. We'll do the, we'll do the answers. Oh, uh, okay. That's right. Okay, so going into the answers. So question one, we said, how many 40K codecs were released this year? What do we think, guys? What, what numbers did we have here? I had eight. You had eight. I also had eight. Ooh, Andy? Uh, I, I blanked about halfway through. I said seven. Well, you were all close. Unfortunately, none of you got it right. Oh. It was nine. <laughs> the Death Guard, the Dark Angels, the Dracar, oh. the Adeptus Mechanicus, the Adeptus Sororitas, Orcs, Thousand Suns, Grey Knights, and Black Templars. It's been a bit of a bumpy year for Codexes. That's a oh, lot. good. So you're very close with eight. You were very, very close with eight, though. Question two. How many Age of Sigmar battle tomes have we had, guys? You know, we had a lot of 40k ones, but uh, it feels like we've had less Age of Sigmar ones, maybe. What, what do we think? I said less. seven. <clears throat> uh, I said eight. Oh, wow. I've completely caught this. I've got five. You've got five. Well, I've got to say that Jay has got a point. It was seven. Oh. Hedonites of Slanesh, Lumineth Realm Lords, Soulblight Grave Lords, Stormcast Eternals, Uruk War Clans, and Maggot Kin of Nurgle. Oh. Joe, I was scratching my head because the, the Slanesh and Daughters of Cain ones, they were two that came to me right at the end because I remembered Matt was very excited about the uh, the Slanesh. Um, and, then, and then it clicked, so our oh, Daughters of Cain were in there as well. But um, they were the last two I added. Lumineth Realm Lords was as far back as I went with Soulblight Grave Lords. But yeah, it's been quite. So what's that? 15, 15 books this year. Oof. Yeah, plus all the specialist no, games. No, no. Plus 16 the books. Edition. It was nine, wasn't it? Nine yeah, it's a lot of books. So, yeah, they've been they've been smashing out the books this year. So that was, puts Jay on the lead with one point. <laughs> well, at least, at least I was waiting to the lead at one point during this quiz. There you go. Let's see if any of the guys can catch up with question three. Which former mm-hmm. Forge World <laughs> Studio illustrator joined the Warhammer TV team this year? Bob I Ross. Easy one. I thought this was an easy one. Um... I, I, I said the guy, I can't, I don't know his name, the guy who fought Nick Baton with his Necrons versus Ultramarines. Nope. Okay. Uh, I know he's got black hair, quite nope. thin, big, cheeky smile. Nope, 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 nope. It is Louise Sugden. Oh, I wrote oh, oh. I thought she was a um, studio painter, not an illustrator. Yeah. Illustrator, she was oh. painting her free time. I, um, I wrote, I wrote a lot of schools around here as well. Oh. So, yeah. Okay, well, you might get back with question four. What angry-looking product was recalled by Games Workshop this year due to safety concerns? Oh, no. It was the fluffy squigs. <laughs> Plushy. Uh, I, I wrote, I think its name's Nasher, but I've written the Red Gobbo Squig. Yeah, it was Bouncer the Squig. So I think Andy and Dave can both have a point there. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I like the Squig plush thing. That with the 
with the yeah. little um, the thing, the the ball ball things fell off it. They did, yes. It was being recalled due to that. <laughs> so, did I not get a point for that? You put Bellacord in, yeah. No, no, that was a joke. You usually give me the, the right answers when you give them the answers, Jay. Yeah, yeah, we give up that thing. You're winning two two points. Amazing. Uh, cheating already. Cool. So, uh, do we know what the Black Library Celebration 2021 limited edition model was, though? I think. I'll get this. I think this was, and I don't. I can't. I, I, I'm trying to try and get their names. Valerian and Alice something, the custodian okay. and the sister. Uh, oh yeah. Any advance on them? I've got um the Ultramarine guy, Uriel Ventress. Oh, Ventress, yes. Jay, what did you pop? I, I, I haven't got anything for this one. I couldn't couldn't think about it. Andy oh. is correct. It is Uriel Ventress. Can you believe it? The custodian sister with a year before. Whoa. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. Oh. <laughs> okay, but you know, there's still there's still questions to go, there's still questions to go. What popular Forge World kit got made into a plastic Warhammer 40,000 release this year? I thought I, the Deathcore Krieg. Deathcore Krieg. Anyone else with the yeah, Deathcore? Yeah, I, I, I also I also bought the Death the Kriegsmen, the Deathcore's Krieg. Was it was the Deathcore Krieg Infantry? Yeah, trying to catch up there with Plastic Thunderhawk. Something didn't work. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> the Games Workshop web store hit a massive milestone this year. How many people have they served? 10 million. 1 million. 100 million. So oh. who had, did you have 1 million, Dave? I did, yeah. It was indeed 1 million. Oh. And I think that puts us even on the score so far with three apiece. Mm. So the Warhammer Vault opened. How many things are within the vault right now to read? It's a okay. lot. I think mine's too high, but I'm going to say 130. I went for 150. I also went for 150. So, Andy, you are the closest. It's 122. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know what? For being the closest, I'm going to give you the point. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, the summer release was Age of Sigmar Dominion, but how many models were in the box? 52. I've 52. I've got 60. I had 58. Andy, you were on fire. It was 60 models, 21 yes. Stormcast and 39 Cruel Boys. Oh. It's a pot grot. <laughs> pot grot made all the difference. <laughs> and finally, and I think Andy might have this one as well, what vegan-friendly option was added to the Citadel colour range? It was the white brushes with the um, not ho- not animal hair, the synthetic hair. That is correct. The STC synthetic uh, brushes. Not not born red. No, <laughs> I just put freaking vegan. That's 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 all I put. Oh well, it's an upset from the start there with new boy Andy in with six points against Jay and Dave's three points apiece. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I said I wasn't going to make this easy. So with uh, Andy taking the lead with six points and Jane Dave on three, it's all to play for still as we go into the second round, Taglines 2021. Now, you might remember this round from the last time we played it, and there has been an awful lot of boxes released this year. I'm going to give you the tagline off a box that was released this year. It could be a boxed game. It could be a battle box. 
it could be a battle force i want to know the name of the system game whatever it was called uh, based on the tagline so number one we have got this is the top number one we have got this is the time of turmoil this is the era of war oh no that's a pretty pretty general sort of tagline that isn't it that could probably yeah. uh, pretty much any any it's a surprisingly general one this is the time of turmoil this is the time of war this is the era of war. Era of war. Oh dear. Going well in, in round two then, yeah? Hmm. <laughs> hey, question two. Skirmish combat in the 41st millennium. Well, that okay. could be one of two, but I've, I'm going to... Uh. So a little hint, these, are all, these have all come out this year, there might be one on here where there's two possible releases. I will accept either. Okay. But I need the full name of the box that came out for all of the yeah. answers. <laughs> the band and the song title. <laughs> yeah. <band laughs> and the song title came out. Yeah. Number three, the ultimate competitive miniatures game. Ultimate competitive miniatures game. Yep. The ultimate competitive miniatures game. I think I know that one. Mm. I think I'm going to have to start paying attention to the tags next year. Aren't I? <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> Kudos to the team that keep on coming up with these of every box they release. Yeah. No. Number four, fight for the dark essence of chaos. Oh, fight for the dark essence of chaos. Hmm. Oh, you know when it's on the tip of your tongue and you're like, <laughs> I know it, I know it, but I can't quite remember what the word was. <laughs> Number five, heroic deeds in the doomed city of Ulfenkarn. Necromunda, okay. <laughs> Question cool. six. Question six. The game of aerial combat in the 41st millennium. Oh, what's the box called? That's what I'm struggling. Oh. I'm struggling for a collection of half points here, Dave. If you get the, 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 the brand, I will give you half a point, but you need the full name for the full point. Oh. At least the... the in the 41st millennium at the end of all these ones narrows it down a little bit <laughs> oh god why can I not think of that boxing I've taken a random stab in the dark here I've got faith Andy no. <laughs> question 7 a bloody war of talon and tendril oh. a bloody talon a bloody war of talon and tendril. Okay. Uh, okay. Question eight. Brutal gang warfare in the 41st millennium. Question nine. Ancient enemies clash 
amidst a land of mist and illusions. Oh, heck. That's uh, scuffed one of my answers up there. Miss and illusions. Oh. Oh, 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 Oh God! It, what's it called? It, it came out early in the year. I remember this. That is literally the question. What game that came out early <laughs> in the year is this? Ah, <laughs> oh, so annoying. I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Okay, and finally, number ten: zealous bloodshed in the forty-first millennium. Oh, there we go. Xenos bloodshed in the 41st millennium. Zealous. Zealous, Zealous. bloodshed in the 41st millennium. Oh, that's... um. Oh, what the heck was the name of that one? I think you did the review for it, Dave. <laughs> yes. 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 No. No. No, I don't think it... Oh, I've written it down. <laughs> <laughs> answers locked in yeah that's funny so, there's been a lot of stuff that's come out this year hasn't there yeah there has more than you remember looking back so so have we, have we all got our answers locked in <sighs> yes uh, number six i just can't think of the name of it number uh, six uh, game of aerial combat in the 41st millennium what was number five again Number five was Heroic Deeds in the Doomed City of Ulfenkarn. Oh, oh, oh that's nice and easy. Oh, that's an easy one. one, easy one, that one. <laughs> okay, so let's see what you got then, guys. So number one was This is the Time of Turmoil. This is the Era of War. Does anyone know what that one was? I've written Age of Sigmar Dominion. Yes. Yeah, so... Age of Sigmar Dominion would be the correct answer. Oh, yes. Yes. What did you get for that one, Jay? Oh, I wrote. I I didn't have a name, but I thought it was the uh, Lord of the Rings Necromancer, Fall of the Necromancer book. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, number two, skirmish combat in the forty-first millennium. I've put Kill Team Octarius. Yep. Yeah, so. Oh, I put Kill Team. I thought it was a generic Kill Team box. So, I'll give you half a point for that, Andy. Um, okay. Both both Octarius and Chalnath both had that as the tagline. Ah, uh, okay. So question three, the ultimate question three, the ultimate competitive miniatures game. I got Harrow Deep. Yeah, Underworld's Harrow Deep. Warhammer Underworld's Harrow Deep. Yep. Points all round for Warhammer Underworld's Harrow Deep. Amazing. Um Number four was a tougher one, I think. Fight for the dark essence of chaos. I've put Warcry Red Harvest. I've got the same, but I don't I know just, if Red Harvest is the right name. I just had Warcry. So, Jay, you can get half a point. Dave and Andy, you get a full point. It was indeed Warcry Red Harvest. Yes. Get in. Woohoo. Clean sweep uh, so far. You've done pretty well. You've done pretty well. With the half points, you're going to have to keep your own scores at this point and let me know at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, so question five, I think, was a really easy one. Heroic deeds in the doomed city of Orphankarn. It's got to be Kersey. Kersey. Amazing. And it's coming back as well. What do you know? Topical. So, yeah. 
points points all around there again. So question six was one that stumped a couple of you, I think. The game of aerial combat in the 41st millennium. <sighs> well, it's it's definitely Aeronautica with the Space Marines versus Eldar. I've put red skies. Ooh. I've put I've simply put Aeronautica Imperialis Eldar edition. I had Aeronautica and I put Wings of Fury, but I don't oh. know. So both both Andy and Jay have got previous editions of the game's titles. Oh. Um, the actual <laughs> title was Wrath of Angels. Oh. Oh. No, never getting that. Yeah. You can all have a half point for uh, Aeronautica. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. So question seven is a recent one. A bloody war of talent and tendril. Well, now you've said a recent one. I'm locked in with Shadow Throne. Okay. I've gone for Shadow Throne. Yep. I also went for Shadow Throne. And Shadow Throne is the correct answer. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if we got that one wrong. I know. It's not even out. It's not even out. Is it out yet? It is out. Yeah, it's out Just. now. It's out now. <laughs> um, question eight uh, was a brutal gang warfare in the 41st millennium. I've put necromunda starter box because i can't remember if they gave it an actual name i've got book of the outcast because it was uh, a fairly recent episode and that's why i remember it jay i've got necromunda dark uprising but i have a feeling that's last year's that's an older one so so it was the new necromunda starter box but it's called hive war ah hive war do I get half a point for Necromunda? Oh, you can have half a point for Necromunda, yeah, yeah. Ace. Can you believe that Necromunda Starbox came out this year as well? There's been so much stuff, hasn't mm. there? Uh, question nine and ten are both very similar ones. So nine was Ancient Enemies Clash and Myths <sighs> and Illusions. What did we have? I've put the one with the Thousand Suns, the Battle Box, but I can't remember what the name of the box was. Okay. I've put... Um... Shadow and Pain be Daughters of Cain and Slanesh release, which I think was January, I think. And Jay, what did you put? I thought this was a trick question, and I thought a box had two taglines, so I put Underworld's Harrow Deep again. Okay, well, Andy again nails it with Shadow and Pain. Yeah. The Daughters of Cain versus Slanesh. Way back in January, yeah, I think this came out. I only remember it because I keep meaning to pick it up. <laughs> it's a really good box. It's a really, really good box. If you can still get it, get it, yeah. Uh, and finally, question 10 was Zealous Bloodshed in the 41st millennium. I've put the it's a it's another battle box and I put piety and pain. Okay. I've put Kill Team Octarius because it's got the um Sisters yeah. of Battle Neophytes, if that what they're called. Jay, what did you put? I put Kill Ti- Kill Team Chalmath, is it? The the Sisters and Tau one? Oh, have I got them mixed up? I think Dave What's might the have it. and Pain? The uh, Rakari versus oh, Sisters of Battle. Yeah. So Dave's... Oh, so what, are the, what, are the, what, what did you score for that round then, guys? I got Five and eight. a half for me. I got eight. I got seven and a half. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Andy was leading very strong, but Dave had some consistent answers there. Unfortunately, I think on the on the grand scheme of things, I think Andy is still in the lead there. But uh, all to play for as we go into round. Three. So in round three, I want to find out what law from this year that you've picked up on. 
So in the Loremaster round, there's been loads of stuff that's happened this year with new editions of the game, with the Broken Realm series, with 40k expansions. Lots of stuff has happened. But how much do our contestants remember? Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'm in big trouble. So, question one. What did Bellacor do in order to destabilise the realm gates? Oh, God. What oh, did no. Bellacor do in order to destabilise the realm gates? I don't, I don't, I don't keep track of what the agents of chaos do. <laughs> I remember it was in Something the realm of metal. Oh God! Oh, am I getting confused with another book then? Uh, I'm, I'm locking in, but I think, I think I've got myself confused already. Question one, round three. I hope, I hope we've got an overlay of some kind of a locking in sound, uh, sound as well, like a ka-ching. As Dave locks in this wrong answer. Question two. Which Necromunda gang are rumoured to be secretly influenced by a sinister alien entity? You did the you did the book review. I did the book review. I, I, I love oh, your thinking no. sounds, uh, Andy. It's like uh, ooh, oh. <laughs> Spoilers, spoilers. I may have done the reviews on a lot of these because it's the lore I remember from the year. <laughs> I remember listening to it and thinking, wow, that's really interesting. I really like these guys and uh, how it's Oh, there you go. I've got it. <laughs> Question three. What was Bellacor's ultimate goal in Warzone Charodon Book 2? Oh, oh. I haven't read this one. Um, this is the one Warzone book I've not reviewed. Um, Bellacor did something during the bit. After Warzone Charodon, there was an invasion of Metallica, but Bellacor was actually up to something else and achieved it within this book. Hmm. He's been a busy guy, that Bellacore, this year, hasn't he? Yeah. It's like the Bellacore round or something. Cause I'm <laughs> sure. the Bellacore. I could have just 10 questions on Bellacore, what he's been up to. <laughs> okay. Question four. What substance did Marathi steal from the eight points in order to fuel her ascension to godhood? Oh, I've got that one straight away. It's an easy, like, one. Yeah, easy, one. An easy one. Easy one. Oh, don't say it's easy. <laughs> what substance did Marathi steal from the eight points in order to fuel her ascension to godhood? Was it something to do with Bellacor? Bellacor's purse. Bellacor's <laughs> <laughs> purse. He was probably involved somewhere in the background. Pulling a lot of strings. I tell you what, the Broken Realms books were really good. I did Broken really Realms enjoy books them. were amazing, yeah. And have been a massive influence to writing the questions in this round. Oh, that's good. <laughs> okay, question five. What creatures do the Chaos Dwarden use to trade with the Uruk Warclans? Oh, say that again. What creatures do the Chaos Dwarden use to trade with the Uruk Warclans? As they will not trade with the Uruk Warclans in person. Okay. I'll tell you what, I cannot wait until... Chaos Dwarfs get an actual proper battle tone, fingers crossed. And not the, the, their names have been dropped so many times in recent books. It's got to happen soon, hasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Question six. What shocking discovery has recently been found on Terra itself? Holy Terra, 
something something untoward's been found. What was it? Okay. Confident with that one. Confident. Okay. I'm fairly confident, unless there's something I'm massively missing. <laughs> Hashtag spoilers. Yeah. Question seven. What is the name of the vampire that holds sway over the city of Orphan And I will need the specific answer for this one. The full name of the vampire that holds sway over the city of Orphan Khan. At cool. the time he held sway over the city of Orphan Khan. Cool. You can't see it, but I'm nodding approvingly. <laughs> that's the second Curse City question as well. I didn't know when I wrote this that Curse City was coming back as well, so that's pretty cool. Question eight. Why is the Xenos conflict in the Octaria sector such a massive concern to the Imperium? Oh, Why one. is the Xenos conflict in the Octaria sector such a massive concern to the Imperium? I'm going to quote a film here. I, you, if you've got the quote that I've got here... I've just written a quote as well. Like a bonus point. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Question nine. What is the official title of Heptus Kaleng? What? I'll narrow it down. This is a 40k character. But what is his official title? Heptus Kaleng. Oh... Heptus Kalang. I don't even know who that is. Heptus Kalang. Kalang. 40k character. He sounds xenotic to me. You, a new 40k character I might add as well. Kalang. Doing the happy dance. You know this one, Dave? Know this one. I've got no idea. (laughs) I don't know the name. Okay. Question 10. What is the name of the latest addition to the High Council of Terror? That should be a fairly easy one. Oh. I don't remember her name. Hectus <laughs> Kling. Hectus Kling. Hectus Kling. Hectus Kling. I, I think I'm looking at half a point for that last one. Half a point. If you can, be, if you can, if you can give me a, a fantastic description, then... Uh, <laughs> might get it, Andy. You might get it. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll add a description to my answer. <sighs> okay, we're ready for the answers. Oh, maybe. Do you need any rereading? Do you need any rereading before we uh, go to the answers? No, I should be alright. <clears throat> Hold on, let me have a think about Heptus Kling. Hold on, give me a second. Let me think back. Now. Do or die, Alpha J. You need to get. I need every point I can get. I think I think you should have a timer on this. That doesn't help me think. Oh, no, I can't think of him. I can't think of him. I've got, I've got nine questions to have a think of him. So I'll have a think of him. No, you just lock him in. They're locked in. You can't write anything on your paper from I'm this point. I've been on the paper yet. You've got twenty seconds to write something down, and then we're going into. Oh, no, okay. Insert countdown timer here. I'll write this down. I've written something down. Okay. Cool. So on to the answers. How, how are we feeling confident with this round? There's a lot of oohs and ahs and ums that I could hear I'm, in the background. And we'll go for 50% of mine, I think, are right. Okay. That's I think good. about two thirds of mine are right, and the other third, I have no idea. 
I, I've probably got one right, I think. One right. Okay, well, let's see, let's see. Question one, what did Bellacor do to destabilise the Realm Gates? I, I think I've got it confused with a different Broken Realms book, but I'm going to read you exactly what I've written because okay. I couldn't remember the name of the place. He smashed up my poor Celestial Vindicator's home city. He did do that, but not to destabilise the Realm Gate. Oh, he just did that for fun. He just did that for fun, yeah. Just side effect. He just did that for fun. Because he didn't like the uh, the Celestial Vindicators, he destroyed, well, it's besieged Vindicarum. There's uh, some alive, he didn't kill them all. I've got, he destroyed the big round gate in the centre of uh, the Celestial Vindicators' home, which then set off a chain reaction to destroy the rest. But I'm sure he did something else before. No, he did. So there was a chain reaction, and that was the last standing one, and that's kind of why he besieged Vindicarum. Jay, any advance on that? I, I just put, generally, he sacrificed a load of souls, like mortals, but I don't know. Oh, it. he did that thing with Lady Olinda, didn't he? Better than that, better than that. He detonated a silver tower. Oh! oh. Technically, two. Because then the Seraphon go and fight. Yeah, yeah, it'll come back to me now. Yeah, Bellacord destroyed two silver towers in order to wipe out the realm gates so question two what necromunda gang is secretly influenced by an ancient alien intelligence do we know i got delac the last delac it is indeed delac yeah that was a really really cool book and a bit different for kind of 40k law really i, I was, was really only cool. reading about them the other day actually were you you tempted yeah. to uh to no, join no. the delac are you not tempted but i really like that story so all oh, right cool uh, so number three, this was a hard one I feel. I think Dave might know it. Uh, what is Bellacor's <laughs> ultimate goal in Warzone Charidon Book would, 2? Would you like to know exactly what I've written, Matt? I would like to know exactly what you've written. Okay, so I've written to break something important and unleash more demons. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you might know this one. Okay, anyone else? Any advance on that, guys? Uh, I... Oh, go on, Andy. Uh, I put to slow down Abaddon from getting to Earth or Terra. Okay, okay. Jay, what about you? The figure out how to disable everyone's invulnerable saves. That is also a good one. Well, no. Oh. I'm surprised you didn't know this one. It was to steal away Colossi, the home planet of House Raven. Oh. Uh, okay. To corrupt it and turn it into his own, um, I guess, Chaos Knight planet, I guess. We'll see. In future demonic 40k books, I guess. So, yeah, no points there. No points there. Question four. This one, I'd like to think you'd all get question four right. What substance did Marathi steal from the eight points to fuel her ascension to godhood? Varanite. Yep. Was indeed Varanite. Question five. What creatures do the Chaos Dwarden use to trade with the Uruk Warclans? Hobgrots. Hobgrots. Hobgrots is correct. Yeah. I hope if we do see a Chaos in army. I hope we see like Hobgrots as like a mercenary unit for them. I think that'd be quite cool. Yeah, that'd be good. Hey, question six: What shocking discovery is being found on Terra itself? The throne wasn't plugged in for the last five thousand years. I got a gene stealer cult. I put a gene stealer cult uprising. Yep, it was a gene stealer cult infestation. I take it you got that, Jay. I did, I did. Of course, the frogs are plugged in. They're just loaded with there. Yeah, exactly. Nothing gets past exactly. them. Question seven, I think. Every uh, night they, they do the hoovering. <laughs> the astronomical goes dim. 
Question seven, I think, was another easy one. What was the name of the vampire that holds sway over the city of Ulfenkarn? Radikar the Beast. Oh. Radikar the Wolf. Yeah, Radikar the Wolf. The beast he was Radikar the Wolf. He didn't become the Beast until the end of Cursed City. But so he yeah, does he's... still he does still own the city, right? Well, I didn't specify at the time of Cursed City. <laughs> oh. So it's Radikar the Wolf, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, question eight, question eight. Why is the Xenos conflict in the Octarius system such a massive concern to the Imperium? Uh, again, I can write, I can, I can give you my whole answer to this one. I want to hear it, I want to hear it, Dave. So I put, because each side is getting better and more advanced as the conflict continues and will bust out of the system and cause trouble elsewhere. And then I've nicked what I'm guessing is going to be everybody's quote, whoever wins, we lose. Yeah, yeah, that's the quote I've got from Alien versus Predator. Yeah, what did you get for this, sir, Jay? Yeah, the the same thing. So the uh, whoever wins there, either the orcs are going to be dead, strong, beefed up from fighting Tyranids, or the Tyranids are going to have all that biomass. Yeah, exactly. I literally wrote, whoever wins, we lose. The orcs will get stronger if they eat the Tyranids, and the Tyranids will get stronger if they consume the biomass of the orcs. So yeah, perfect points all round. Um, we fa- we did find out who won that fight as well. It's probably not going to be good news for the uh, Imperium, is it? It was never going to be there, was it? <laughs> uh, no. Um, so number nine, what is the official title of Heptus Kalang? So before I answer this, who is Heptus Kalang? That's well, the question. That is the question. If I told you, it would be the answer. <laughs> he, he is in the Warzone Charodon box. I've, I've written Captain down, but that's the most generic answer I could think Captain. of. Jay, I'm going to turn to you next. What did you did you get an answer for this one in the? Yeah, end? I did, but I, I just put the the patriarch of the Gene Steeler cult on terror from Shadow oh. Throne. Oh, so so Dave, you want to tell us who he is? He is the fabricator general of Ford World Metallica. That is correct. Uh, yeah, he's. I'm I'm still a little bit disappointed we didn't get a model since yeah. that's clearly a fabricated general on the front cover of the Adeptus Mechanicus book, isn't it? Maybe yeah. next time. And finally, a nice easy one to end us for question ten. What is the name of the latest addition to the High Council of Terror? I've got lady in robot suit with sword. It's actually a glaive, isn't it? She doesn't have a sword. It's a pointy sword. It's a custodian weapon, yeah. Morven uh, Val. Morven Val. I put Morven uh, Val, sister in a kick ass battle suit. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think I can give you a point for lady in a suit, Andy. Uh, <laughs> But that's pretty good. And I think, Dave, you've done really well there again. Uh, yeah, better than 50%. Yeah, seven points, that one. Seven points, seven points. That's uh, that's impressive. And was that, Jay, you on six? Andy, you on five? Six. My quibblings are correct. Yeah, I should be on six. Oh, on six. Okay, okay. Fair enough, six points. One, two, three. I'll trust you. I'll trust you. Yeah, six. Amazing. Cool. So... As we go into the next round, I believe the scores on the doors are Jay on 14 and a half, um, Dave on 18, and Andy on 19 and a half. In <laughs> some super, super close points there. I think the next round is going to be a controversial one. Be right back. So round four is the classic game show, The Price is Right. So come on down. So, <laughs> no. 
So in case uh, you're not familiar with the, with the with the classic vintage game show, on the Price is Right, uh, contestants would often have to guess the price of an item. The teams are going to be working against each other here. Only one person can win the points for each question. I will name an item off the Games Workshop web store, and you three will have to guess how much it is. The person who can guess as close as possible to RRP wins. However, if you're even a penny over the um, the price, you lose that round. So okay. you want to guess high, but not too high that you get knocked out. If we get multiple people with the same answer or with the exact right answer, they will all get a point. How are we feeling, guys? Confident? Nope. All the stuff <laughs> I couldn't afford this year. <laughs> so, yeah. so write down your answers and we'll come back at the end to see how close we got. So number one is the Necrons Battle Force World Scour Legion. A recent release. It only came out, what, last weekend? Pretty oh, good buy as well. Right. I know you these, Dave. I did get one, yeah. yeah. Worth mentioning is the, is the retail price from gamesworkship.com that we're looking for as well. Now, the thing is, if you're not sure on the price, do you go tactically and maybe go a bit lower so you definitely go over it, but then Dave might know exactly how much it is, so just go in with a wild punt at the guess. It's there's lots of tactics involved in this round. Not not the combat patrol, the battle force. The battle force, so the the, the big Christmas battle force, the World Scour Legion. See, this is really annoying because some of them were uh, one price and some were another yeah. price. I know yeah. it's almost as if I picked that one on purpose. <laughs> oh, clever. Yeah, okay. Question two. Orc Gretchen. Oh, God. A single box of Orc Gretchen contains 10 grots and a run turd, with an option of a prod or a squig, I believe. I think I've got a bit too low there, but it's an old kit. It is. And you don't want to guess too high. Mm. I remember it's relatively cheap, but I'm kind oh, of... How cheap is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> oh... If you love that, you're going to love some of the other ones on this list. <laughs> so number three, number three, we have got Smaug, a mighty dragon. Big resin kit. Looks really nice. I'd really like one one day. But how much is he? Spoilers, it's it's quite a bit. It went up recently. I remember it, it went up. Oh, no. Substantially. I think I've gone too high. I even remember you mentioned it on the on the show, and it. I, I think, and at least two shows I've mentioned the price of Smaug recently. Oh, I think that one's a safety one for me. Okay. okay. Question four: An STC small base brush. A standard base brush. This is- so a white small base brush. Oh, One of the vegan friendly ones. Uh okay. Yeah. Oh no. I've gone very accurate on that one. Are you feeling confident there, Dave? Not maybe, sort of. Don't forget if you get the if you if you are the closest, you alone get the point for that round so there's there's lots of points to win back here and can make all the difference okay i'm gonna stay with my answer okay number five beasts of chaos centigores 
Oh, Matt. <laughs> oh, no. Can you tell what I've been looking for recently on the Games Workshop web store? There's um, two. Oh, no. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. That is a complete and utter guess. Centigores being the half centaur, half gore. Uh, resin, fine cast kits, I believe. Has five models. They've got like spears and they're looking very good. Hopefully at some point they get a new plastic kit to replace them. Oh no! Oh no! I think I know it exactly, but I'm like, I think it might be slightly too high. So well, I'm going for safety. Hard, isn't it? Games which tend to do standard pricing brackets, don't they? So, question is, do you feel lucky? Oh. Question six: The Adeptus Titanicus accessories sprue. This sprue contains all the templates and markers and little pins to put in your uh, your terminals. How much is that sprue on the web store? Okay. <sighs> Question seven. The Zone Mortalis tile set. So these are the tiles that the new Zone Mortalis uh, sections clip on top of. How much is it for a set? There are four tiles in the set, if that makes any difference to you. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go for that, I think. Oh, this one's... I think this one's is going to eliminate me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. No, no, I think I think it's more expensive than that, actually. Now I'm looking at that value written down. That needs to be more. Four tiles. Four oh, tiles. Four zone yeah. mortalis tiles, which are... Um, foot square no it's got to be more than that i'm gonna put that this one's gonna get me i know it's gonna get me (laughs) question number eight now i was gonna go with a rhino but i thought where's the fun in that so i want to know did you say question number eight question number eight yeah yeah no i'm on nine (laughs) Uh, i'm on eight (laughs) i'm on eight as well I want eight as well. Um, I've been so far, Dave. Have you got to sort of double up somewhere? Yeah, I must have doubled that one up. It's okay. Yeah, I'll hope. Yeah, okay. Okay, question number eight. Question number eight. I was going to ask for just a rhino, but where'd be the fun in that? So I want to know a Horus Heresy Mark 1C Demios pattern rhino from Forge World. <sighs> These aren't cheap. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast today and they were talking about how much this is, but I don't know if this is the same one they were talking about. Oh dear. It's a nice rhino though. It is a nice rhino. It, for people wanting to get this slightly cheaper, the Sisters of Battle chassis on the new vehicles are based off the Mark One rhino. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a plastic one for the Horus Heresy at some point. I hope so. I imagine we will. So, question nine. The Red Gobbo Christmas card. This year, Games Workshop is selling wrapping paper and Christmas cards. So how much is a Red Gobbo Christmas card? Oh, no. Take a price of a, Chris, of a card warehouse Christmas card and add about <laughs> 10 times the value to it. <laughs> I think Do you want that in Great British Pounds or, or Orc Teeth? <laughs> want that in Great British Pounds, please. I don't know what the teeth to pound exchange rate is at the minute. I don't think it's great. See, I think this is a trick question because I'm sure you get them free if you order a certain amount. 
there is there is a value attached to this. Oh no, 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 no trick ones. There is there is a value attached to it. Okay. Just just make it fair. This is something you can go on and buy from Games Workshop. Oh dear. And finally, question ten. I had to end with the most expensive thing you can buy from Games Workshop. So, a Warhammer forty thousand scale Warlord Titan with Mars pattern head. Gatling blaster, volcano cannon, and twin laser blasters. Oh my god. Okay. I've given that a very specific loadout because you could get a different price with different equipment. In order to do this, I had to add all this to my uh, basket, which is a dangerous <laughs> thing as well. <laughs> one click buy, Matt, one click buy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's way too much. I remember someone in our local gaming group bought one a couple of years ago and it was more expensive than my first car. Yep. So, uh, oh. It ain't cheap. For a while, the Manta was the most expensive kit that games have ever done. This one beats the Manta. Obviously, if you know the value of the Manta, that might give you a clue. If not, oh well. Hmm. Oh, I think I've gone too low on that one, but I'm probably going to get eliminated long before uh, that uh, one. I, I think um, I've gone too low as well. Okay. But I, I, I don't even know the cost of one of those components, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You never even bothered looking, have you, Dave? <laughs> no. If it makes you feel any better, the head alone is around £55, I want to say. Doesn't help me at all, but I'm going to stick to that figure. Yeah. Okay. So answers i i feel that people have have gone conservative on these prices to uh stay in the game so obviously you if you've gone high early on you may have been locked out for the rest of the game we'll still hear your answers but for people wanting to catch up on points jay um, uh there might be a long game where you've maybe gone gone low and hope some of the other guys get themselves knocked out so question one with the necrons battle force world scour legion Dave, what did you put for this? 120. Okay, Andy. 124.99. Jay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, what did you 100, put? 109. Okay, so it is actually 130 pounds. Nobody's oh. eliminated, but the point goes to Andy. I, I thought you were going to catch me out then. I thought it was going to be 125. That was a, that was a solid tactic, Andy. The the, the penny can make all the difference. <laughs> so question two was Orc Gretchen. Andy, what did you have for this? Eleven ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine. Uh, Jay. Oh no, I put fifteen. Dave. Uh, I put seventeen pound fifty. Jeez, jeez, wow! It is twelve pound fifty for yes. Gretchen. <laughs> so I think on the grounds that. It's not going to be a very fun round if you both get eliminated. What we'll do, we'll just have the person who comes highest gets the points, I think. Uh, okay. Otherwise, uh, Andy might get 10 out of 10 on this round. So <laughs> what we'll do, we'll keep you in the game. We'll keep you in the game. Or should we, should we give everyone, like, a lifeline? But the first yeah, well, time they I... go over, you get a pass. If you go out a second time, that's it, you're out. Yeah, Probably right. going to lose it again in the next one, so, yeah, sure. <laughs> so question three, <laughs> Smaug. Jay, what did you put for Smaug? 264. Okay, uh, Dave? 250. Okay, uh, Andy? 
I remember you saying it was about 300-ish. I'm going to say it's 330, so I've gone for 310. Okay, it's actually 380 pounds. So, Andy, you are nailing this round. (laughs) Previously, it was 295 pounds. It recently went to 380, an increase of 90 pounds-ish. Ridiculous. It is. Now we get on to what I think is the first hard one, and the one that could mean everyone gets knocked out again. The STC small base brush. Dave, what have you got? £1.75. Bloody hell, where'd you get your brushes from? (laughs) 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 Andy, yeah. I I think it's about £4 something, but I went for a safety answer and went for £2. Okay. What did you put, Dave? You put £1 something. I've got £1.75. Okay, so you've definitely not won. Okay, so Jay, what did you put? I'm way off. I thought these brushes were about 11 quid each, so I put £9.50. £9 for the basic white brush? The the new vegan brushes? Yeah. Yeah, I thought they were about 11 quid each, weren't they? 11 quid? It's £3.95. Oh. So, yeah, unfortunately, I think you are eliminated, Jeff, sadly. (laughs) Uh, and again, Andy gets it right. I'm four for four at the minute. Four I'm feeling four, confident yeah. now. So we'll still take your answers, Jay. So you feel like you're involved. But you I can still take part. <laughs> you still take part. Let's face it, Andy's probably nailed all these. So question five. The Beasts of Chaos Centigores. What do we think? Oh, so I've got two answers. Well, I haven't got two answers. I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. My answer is 34.50. Okay. Oh, I've got a sneaky suspicion it's 37.50. Okay. Dave, what did you put? 25 quid. Okay, and Jay? I put 33 pounds. Ooh. So I think Andy still would have got it. It, it, it is 37 pound 50. Oh. <laughs> you are good with these prices. Oh, I spent a lot of time imagining what are these. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Okay. I think we might have found this week this the year's winner, but we'll you know jump ahead here. <laughs> we, we have been well and truly outclassed this year. <laughs> Question six. This one I thought was a hard one as well. The Adeptus Titanicus accessories brew. Dave, what did you put? Fifteen pounds. Fifteen pounds. Okay. Andy. I put fifteen as well. I think it's roughly around that twenty quid margin. So I I went down a little bit. And Jay. I also put fifteen pounds. Wow, it's actually £12. Which means that Dave loses his second life. Andy loses his his bonus life. Um, What did you put? You you went over anyway, so yeah, nobody got any points for that round. Can Andy get to the end of the run, though? That's the question. That's all he was playing for. So, (laughs) number seven, the Zone Mortalis tile set. How much do we think that is? Seeing as you said for four tiles, I think we're about 30 quid a tile, and that's been quite generous. I went for 75 quid as a safety answer. Ooh, remember, these are quite small tiles. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, what did you put? I put 60 pounds. OK, Jay? I put 44 pounds. Oh, no. It was forty pounds. Oh, oh no. you know that was my original answer, and I thought it was too low. So that is that is everyone eliminated. But five points to Andy's impressive. So we'll go through the last few just to see if anybody got the right answers though. So number eight was the Horus Heresy Mark One C Demos Pattern Rhino, an amazing kit, if a little on the pricey side. Jay, what did you have for this one? 
48 pounds. Okay. Dave? 50 squids. 50 squids. Okay. Andy? I put 45, but I think it is... I, I put 45. It's 42. You're all overshot that oh. one. It's expensive for a rhino, but it's a nice rhino. Okay. So what about the Red Gobbo Christmas card? What do we get for this one? £2.49. £2.49. Okay, Jay? <laughs> So I had this up because yeah, I thought, you know, you, you, when when you went into question 10 and said the most expensive item, I thought I'd made a mistake. Uh, but I had six pounds. Six pounds. <laughs> okay. uh, Andy? I had three. So, three pound. D- Dave, you had it on the head. Two pound 49. Oh. That would have been impressive if you weren't knocked out about five questions yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, the 40k scale Warlord Titan with Mars pattern head, Gatling blaster, volcano cannon, and twin laser blasters. I'm going to say mine because I think this is ridiculously wrong, but I've gone for £1,450. Okay. My answer doesn't seem quite as bad as that, I suppose. I went for 750 Okay. Jay. I- I went for 2,300. Oh, Ooh. wow, we were very different. <laughs> technically, technically, Andy wins that one, 1,250. Uh, Dave was over, yeah. Most uh, expensive model you can buy from Games Workshop is £1,250. That was uh, that was Summit. That was Summit. So Andy gets a massive five points and the other two chaps get nothing. For that round. You get nothing. Which is, what's that, 24 and a half for you, Andy? Something like that? Yeah, 24 and a half, yeah. So if I get every question right in the last round, I can still catch him. <laughs> if, you get, if you get every single question right in the final round and Andy gets every single question wrong, you will draw... So you're telling chance. me there's a chance. <laughs> there is a chance. There is a chance. And... Coming up now, we have the all-important... This is the Luminous Round. So, as we go into the final round, I'd like to say there's the illusion of suspense that uh, anybody could win it at this point. Technically, technically, Jay could draw and come joint first. So, who knows? Who knows? Um... To make things interesting, and because people need some help with the points, a lot of these are number-based questions. I'm going to give it to the person who gets closest. Okay. Just so where uh, give the guys a little bit of help, see if they can get some points there. So yeah, this is all about sprues and brews. So obviously, you should all know these facts at the back of your hands. And there's definitely going to be no controversy like there was last time we did this. <laughs> so grab your pen, sit down, and get ready for the final round. Question one. How many live streams have we done this year? Oh, my days. Um, oh no my idea. Days. So this is including battery reports and stuff, isn't it? Battery reports. If they were live, then yes. Oh, dear. Random stab in the dark there. Oh, no, that's optimistic. Question two. Question two. How many non-live videos have we done? So these are unboxings, reviews, non-live battle reports, if there were any this year. I don't know if there were. Yep. How many non-live videos have we done? Oh. I think that's... 
We do one almost every week, don't we? But there's got to be a few in there that have been... Oh, but then there's multiple releases per weekend. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Question three. To the closest hour, how many hours of non-live content have been watched on YouTube this year? So the cumulative hours of content watched on YouTube, not including live content. Can we do it in days and then hours? Uh, it is just hours. Just hours. Oh, my God. Get my calculator out. Um, this is what people have watched so people may not have watched a full video equally 40,000 people may have watched a video for an hour twice twice yeah <laughs> bearing in mind we had a lot of live content this year as well which is not included in this figure oh. okay question four what was the most viewed article on the website this year? Well, I like to think it was the Maggie Kin of Nurgle Battle Tome review. That one was pretty good. It was all right, wasn't it? Oh. What was the most viewed article on the website this year? The guess. Oh. Question five. How many views did it get? <laughs> Again, bear in mind, we get roughly 80,000 views a month. On everything on the site. Oh, my God. I was massively out then. <laughs> Question six. How many items... Are in the Spruce and Brews merch store. How many items are on the Spruce and Brews merch store? Head to spruceandbrews.com and check out some of our merch. You can buy some t-shirts and all sorts. See, I was only on there the other day looking at uh, <laughs> some hoodies and t-shirts, so I've taken educated guess. Okay. Yeah, I've gone for a guess. Question seven. How many articles are on spruceandbrews.com in total? In total? Yep. How many articles have we written in the, I forget at this point, be five years, Dave? Six yeah. years? A while. Oh. Again, you could probably do some math, math if you think there's generally releases every weekend. We definitely do a review every weekend, most weekends. And then you've got your pre-order posts and then you've got the podcast and then any kind of ad hoc news that comes through. But then for a spanner in the works, the first couple of years, we weren't at that level yet. Yep. So it's difficult. Well, we're definitely going to have some laughs with this round. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, that's why I'm going for the closest person because... Hats off if you get any of these. <laughs> okay, question eight. How many words have been written on Spruce and Brews this year? Oh, man. How on earth are we... Oh. Well, let's see. We always Again, think on average, four to 6,000 words for a review. Maybe a couple of hundred for a lesser post. 
just this year. Hmm. Just this, just this year. Word. Just this year. Just this year. Just this year. From first right. January to yesterday when I took this stat. Before, if it makes any difference, Dave. Before your podcast post last night. Oh, that's why you asked me when that was going live. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Then we've got some easy ones. Some easy nah. ones. Number nine, number nine. What did I paint in our first painting stream? Which I believe was on the 3rd of January this year. Oh my days. 3rd of January. So it wouldn't have been Stormcast. I'm trying to think what you've painted this year now, Matt. Quite a bit. Can we, can we get a point if we get the faction? Yes, but you need to be quite specific with the faction. Okay. Have you been doing live streams that long? I have, yeah. First, our first yeah. live stream was literally as we went into January. Right. Okay. January. What did we do in January? I'm trying to think if we had any events. We didn't have any PSU events. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. And question 10. What was our very first live battle report on Spruce and Brews. I know this one. Um, oh. That we, streamed, that we streamed ourselves, not Hobby Room or, or Warhammer TV. Got what it. did we first stream? I remember Matt playing Sisters of Battle versus Dave's Admech, but I'm sure that was like the second or third one you guys did. And then Jay did an Ultrains versus Orc Speed War one, but I think that was the third one. And the oh. question is, were they live as well? Oh, those weren't live. Oh, dear. Okay. Okay. Not very confident on that one. So, so I mean, I'll be disappointed if nobody's got any of these right because you know it's the spruce and bruise round. It's the round <laughs> you spend all year swatting up all these random stats. Because I, I, I love, I love to, I love to know how many words we've written in a year. It just, I have to know that kind of level of detail. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I know we were going to be looking for the obvious ones last night when I wrote this quiz. So I went for the the really obscure stuff. So here we go. The all important, basically. Can Andy get all of these wrong and Jay get all of these right? To, to <laughs> Dave potentially, sneak I don't know how Andy does, could sneak it to redeem oh. himself. So, Over question pressure. one: How many live streams have we done this year, gentlemen? Oh. Fifteen. Fifteen live mm. streams. Mm-hmm. I put fourteen. I put thirty-five. Yeah. We, we did a painting stream like every Sunday and live battles most weekends. 42 was the correct answer. Jay gets oh. the point. Oh, no. <laughs> 14, okay. Dave. 14. I said 15, actually. Andy said oh, 14. 15. Well, either way. Either way. I only joined halfway through. That's my excuse. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I was thinking live streams that I've been on. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, question two. How many non-live videos have we done this year? This I might have gone way too too much, but I've gone for seventy. 
17, okay. I've got 62. 62, Jay. I've got 120. It's 43. Point goes to Andy. Yes! <laughs> Just 43. Bearing in mind, there were some periods with, with, with no weekly releases and mm. Dominion, for example, took up a big chunk of the summer. Mm. And a lot of that content was streamed as well. So, number three, to the closest hour, how many hours of content have been watched on YouTube this year? Not including live content, which, again, is half of the content we've produced this year. 2,000 hours. 2,000 hours. Okay. Mm -hmm. Andy? Oh, dear. (laughs) I put 144 and a half hours. Okay. Jay? 3,100. I think Jay gets it with 49,900. Oh, no. <laughs> with 40,526. Oh, wow. <laughs> Technicality, that was. A point for It's the closest, the closest, the closest. Uh, yes, 40,526 40, hours of non-live content have been watched. That's an awful lot of stuff, isn't it? No, it's an awful lot of stuff. And thank you to all the viewers for making it possible. <laughs> yeah, thank you yeah. very much. Um, number four, what was the most viewed article on the website? I think this is quite an easy one. <clears throat> I've gone for our Dominion review slash unboxing article. Okay, Jay. That's also what I went for. Okay, Andy. See, I remember driving home, and I remember you saying to me that the Necromunda stuff gets a lot more reviews and looks at because we're one of the few sites that actually do it. So this I put. True necromunda hive box like the starter box sort of thing okay that would be a great guess if i actually wrote an article for that box that's one of the few things we didn't review this year because it didn't come in time (laughs) Um, however you know what gets more views than reviews and stuff contents breakdown articles they are by far our highest viewing thing on the website you know what came out this year that had a massive content value and lots of people were interested in Imperium magazine contents breakdown uh, got by far the most views than anything else on the website, so no points for that one. Number five, how many views did it get? Now, obviously, this is going to be skewed by the fact that you think this was different things, but let's go with it. <laughs> I put 400,000. 400,000, that's a lot of views. Well, that's I've, over time, isn't it? So, since it went in and since then, I've, I've put 12,000. Okay. I put 56,000. 56. Well, it was uh, 49,905. So I think you're the closest. Um, The Dominion review off the top of my head got about 26,000. So it was, I think it was the highest out of all the review content. But yeah, way more views on the Imperium magazine stuff. So uh, yeah, let's get on that, eh? Question six, how many items are in the Spruce and Brews merch store? Andy, as I believe the only person on the team who's actually bought anything from the merch store, what is uh, what is your answer? So I, I know when you look at it, it does it in rows of three. And I think it goes down about seven, six or seven rows. Well, uh, so As many as that? I didn't think it was as many as that. Well, Three columns, and I think it's about six or seven rows, so I'm going to say 18. 18, okay. Dave? I went for 12. 12? Ooh, Jason? I went for 15. <laughs> Dave just pips it. The correct answer was 13. Oh. 
Yeah. I really want yeah. a Spruce and Brews notepad. <laughs> Little spoiler, we will be having a sale in January. So if you're looking to buy any stuff, stay tuned. I might even pop that up at the end of December. It's a bit of a Christmas sale. But yeah, there's going to be some discounts available in the store. Spruceandbrews.com. So question seven. How many articles are on Spruceandbrews.com in total? I have gone for 400. 400 articles in total, okay. In total, yeah. I went for 550. I went for 540. Okay, so you're all very, very low there. The correct answer is 1,531. So who had that? Did Andy have the highest there again? No, Jay. Jay. Oh, there we go. So that's another vital point for Jay. But the really, really hard one. How many words have been written on Sprues and Brews this year? Well, mine's going to be completely wrong because I'm basing it off the figure of 400, but I put 78,000. Okay. But that's what they see here, isn't it? Yeah. I put 600,000. Okay. Oh, dear. I put 842,000. Okay, the great answer was 48,248,245,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,248,
you know, is the price of every single item on the Games Workshop web store. <laughs> Andy with 26 and a half points. I am the champion. I am the champion. It's been great having you on the podcast, Andy. Um, yeah. You're not coming back on. <laughs> so, yeah. It's been a, it's been an interesting year, and apparently you guys don't know nothing about the website. But you know, I let oh, it slide. I let it slide. Those, those questions, Matt. Those questions. <laughs> I mean. Ask us something we might know. <laughs> this is it. This is it. So yeah, that was um, that was a bit of fun, wasn't it? That was yeah. brilliant. It was really good. Apart from the solid last round, <laughs> no, it was all great. It was all really good content. Well done, Matt. Amazing. So, so obviously a bit of a Christmas break we've got now, but we will be back on when will we be on, uh, Dave? I believe we're back on the first week of January with our next yeah proper episode. Our next podcast recording will be on the 3rd of January for release the 4th or 5th. And it's the all-important New Year resolution one as well. It is. So as part of that, instead of a, a top three this um, this week, we want to know your hobby resolution. So we'll get a tweet out and, and send it to us if, if you're eager to share the details beforehand of what, what hobby resolutions you want to achieve this year. We're going to pick three. Um, so do the same if you want to join in with us and chronicle your progress over the year hopefully when we come back as well we'll have seen an epic um christmas and new year reveal from games workshop obviously we'll have all the normal news and reviews and any cool stuff that's happened between now and then as well so mm. chaps are we doing are we doing much over christmas we've got much hobby on uh yeah i i, I really want to um I, I really want to pick my some more of my sisters that i own um, I have got the battle box, but I haven't got that in my hands yet. I don't think I'm getting that to the new year, but I've got a few bits and pieces to finish. And who knows, I might finally spray some buildings as well. Hey. I, um, I have my finger hovering over an Eldar Wraith Knight. An Eldar Wraith Knight? A little holiday painting thing. That would be cool. That would be cool. How about yeah. you, Andy? Are you uh, painting anything over the holiday? Well, I've got to finish off some Osseot Bone Reapers for one of my hobby resolutions, but I've I think I'm finally going to pull the trigger as soon as payday comes in and buy myself Kragnos and try and get him done before the next podcast. That's my that's my goal. Well, my, my painting desk is covered with Gene Steeler Cortis, so it sounds like we'll probably have a lot to chat about in the uh, the hobby section in the next podcast. Mm, very much so. Well, uh, we're going to take a week off. I think that's all, all that's left for us to say, really, is have an absolutely fantastic Christmas and a brilliant new year. And we'll see you on the other side in 2022. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.